in our service of word and sacrament this day as we turn to the gospel word. I invite you to turn to the prayer for illumination printed in the bulletin as we together in one voice seek God's guidance, inspiration, and understanding through the gift of the Holy Spirit and through God's word. And together in one voice, Holy God, our hope and strength, by the power of your Spirit, prepare the way in our hearts for the coming of your word, so that we may see the glorious signs of your promise fulfilled through Jesus Christ our Lord. The Gospel lesson for today, this first Sunday of Advent, and each Sunday of Advent, the Gospel lesson will come from the Gospel according to Matthew. Today, the 24th chapter, I will begin at the 36th verse, Matthew 24 and 36. Throughout Matthew 24, Jesus is answering the question, Jesus is answering the question put to him by the disciples. When will this be? When will these, thing, these things happen? When will the Son of Man come again? At verse 36, Jesus says, But about that day and hour no one knows, neither the angels of heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. For as the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing until the flood came and swept them all away. So too will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two will be in the field, one will be taken, one will be left. Two women will be grinding meal together, one will be taken and one will be left. Keep awake, therefore, for you do not know on what day our Lord is coming. But understanding this, if the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, the owner of the house would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. This is the word of the Lord. I would like to invite you to reflect with me this morning on the unexpected Son of Man. On this first Sunday of Advent, when the first hymn was, Come Thou Long Expected Jesus, the unexpected Son of Man. Therefore, you also must be ready, Jesus said, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. One should not be surprised about the advent of the Son of Man coming at an unexpected hour. Jesus, the Messiah, God with us, Emmanuel, Son of God, Son of Man, unexpected. The announcement of his birth came to the young woman in such an unexpected way. Greetings, favored one, said the angel. The word came to her betrothed unexpectedly in a dream. You are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. The Son of Man was born to an unexpecting, expecting woman 
when half spent was the night. Both his birth and his coming again, an unexpected hour. His appearance before John at the Jordan, presenting himself to be baptized, was unexpected. I need to be baptized by you, John said, and you come to me? His call to those who would be his first followers was an unexpected, sudden, drop-everything kind of call. I will make you fishers of the children of God. His healing and the power of his touch, unexpected. His teaching, from the meek shall inherit the earth, to loving your enemies. From you are the light of the world, to you can't serve God and mammon. From don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring worries of its own, to ask and it will be given, seek and you will find. His teaching, unexpected. His willingness to embrace the unclean and take on evil. His daring to hang out with sinners and tax collectors. His bold challenge to the powerful, the rich, and the religious, unexpected. The description of the kingdom of heaven, it's like a mustard seed. It's like a net thrown into the sea. It's like a search for a fine pearl. The mystery of feeding thousands with some bread and a few fish and telling the disciples they had to become like children and that the least will be the greatest and to forgive not seven times, but 70 times seven. And if your hand or your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. Also unexpected, the unexpected gospel of the unexpected son of man. Most would assume that the, the most unexpected part was his suffering, his death on the cross, his resurrection on the third day. But that was something he talked about all the time, something the prophets foretold. So not unexpected, more like inevitable. Inevitable not, be just, not just because Jesus talked about it, but because of the depth of human sin, what is and always will be expected is the world and its evil attempting to overcome light with darkness, to crush love with hate, to take down the gospel of grace with the violence of death, that timeless sinfulness of the powers and principalities of darkness in a world where war never goes away. Deaths due to guns add up every day and bigotry and prejudice spews from the streets and from leaders of the world. Expected isn't really a strong enough word for the relentless onslaught of darkness, hate, and violence in the world. But Jesus told them, the Son of Man is going to be betrayed into human hands. They will kill him. And on the third day, he will be raised. He told them on the third day, the Son of Man would be raised. He told them over and over again. And indeed, the power of life rising out of death, the promise of light that darkness can never conquer, and the hope of resurrection life is jarringly unexpected. 
to know again and again, to remember again and again, to learn again and again that the Son of Man is present and arises and brings your salvation and mine smack in the middle of all and everything the world has to offer shouldn't come as a shock or a surprise. Because what is expected, what is long expected, is the very faithfulness and steadfast love of God. About that day and hour, no one knows, Jesus says. And in both Matthew and Luke, when Jesus answers the disciples' questions, Jesus responds to that question with disturbing imagery and symbols of suffering and the world's, world's turmoil. As one scholar put it, the sign of Advent, the sign of the Advent of the Son of Man is when the church's mission to spread the good news is at a flood tide and the powers of evil are at a fever pitch. Advent is the contrast of the world's tumult on one hand, and on the other, the work of the body of Christ to be his hands and feet in that very same world. Advent is the contrast of the world's tumult on the one hand, and on the other, the work of the body of Christ to be his hands and feet in that very same world. Christ's exhortation to be ready for an unexpected hour. It isn't a threat. It's a plea. To know and to live like the hour of the coming reign of God is now. For those who have been claimed by the power of life raising out of death and the promise of light that darkness can never conquer and the hope of resurrection life, it is a plea to witness to the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, especially when the world around you shakes. Christ's exhortation to be ready is less of a warning and more of a promise. A promise that the Son of Man is present and arises smack in the middle of all and everything the world brings to bear in your life and in mine. Howard Thurman, 20th century African-American theologian, will be one of our conversation partners each Sunday in our Advent shared preaching life in the Sundays to come. Thurman was a prolific writer whose best known and most important work is Jesus and the Disinherited, published in 1949. An established scholar and pastor, Thurman held positions at Howard University, Boston University, where he was dean of the chapel and member of the faculty. He also wrote and published prayers, poems, and devotions And in his devotional work entitled The Mood of Christmas, 1973, Thurman writes this. The true meaning of Christmas is expressed in the sharing of one's graces in a world in which it's easy to become callous, insensitive, and hard. The true meaning of Christmas is expressed in the sharing of one's graces in a world in which it is easy to become callous, insensitive, and hard. Once this spirit becomes part of a man's life, Thurman writes, every day is Christmas, and every night is freighted with anticipation of the dawning of a fresh and perhaps holy adventure. Or said another way, the advent of the unexpected Son of Man comes, 
as the followers of Jesus dare to upend the callous, insensitive, hard world with Christ-like acts of love, kindness, and grace. The advent of the Son of Man comes as those who take the name of Jesus worry less about knowing when or figuring it all out or being right and worry much, much more about being ready with the faithfulness of their own lives. The advent of the unexpected Son of Man comes when disciples like you and me, inspired, guided, and empowered by the Holy Spirit, crave the anticipation of the fresh, long-expected dawn of God's steadfast love, even in the darkest of nights. The advent of the unexpected Son of Man comes when those who are forever marked by the love of Jesus come to know that they will find the risen Christ not only at unexpected hours, but in unexpected places, among the world's weakest and most vulnerable and shunned and oppressed, those full of despair and hopelessness. Advent is the promise that in both the unexpected times and places of our lives, when and where the world is so overwhelming, and life is crashing in that there, right then and there, the unexpected Son of Man is present and arises, dawning afresh with his grace to help in time of need. This Advent, there is comfort and strength to be found in all about this season that we have come to expect. Too long we've waited to sit again here in the sanctuary surrounded by these candles and by these poinsettias and to sing familiar hymns together again. There is comfort and strength to be found in the world these days by everything in the Advent season we have come to expect. But the greater comfort, the greater strength, will always be found in the unexpected one who now and forever breathes life deep into our souls and in and through us brings light to the world. It is with his breath of life and his light that we know ourselves to be sent to serve the one who is surely coming, to serve him in this old broken world with hope. So come, Lord Jesus. Quickly come. A poem by Howard Thurman entitled, I Will Light Candles This Christmas. I will light candles this Christmas, candles of joy despite all sadness, candles of hope where despair keeps watch. Candles of courage for fears ever-present. Candles for peace for tempest-tossed days. Candles of grace to ease heavy burdens. Candles of love to inspire all our living. Candles that will burn all the year long. Thanks be to God.